Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hey everybody, my name's Kim. I'm a compulsive overeater. And it's, um, I'm glad to be here with you today. And I want to thank everybody for being here. And thank you so much for your service. Um, it, it means so much to us, to those of us who are struggling with food. Um, you're welcome here. If you have a desire to stop eating compulsively. Um, that sounds so good, does it? doesn't it? I just want to stop eating compulsively, <laughs> please. Um, so, so you're welcome here, and um, I want to welcome you here. You know, I have so much compassion for those of us that wear this disease and um, have to walk around with it and let everybody see it. You know, um, other illnesses, you know, have, uh, other diseases have symptoms that you don't see, but we, we have to walk around with it. So, um, so I'm grateful, you know, um, I'm grateful that I don't look like I once did. And what I'm most grateful for is the peace of mind that I have around food, around my reactions to life, to um, my relationships with people, to uh, my responsibilities that I have. And, um, and yeah, and thank you all for that. I love our tools. It's such a good checklist for me in my day when I can say, okay, you know, check, check, oh, better do that. Or, you know, it's, a, it's just a great guidepost for me, a little laundry list of, of um, how I can help myself. <laughs> if I choose to, which is really a good thing, you know, I mean, I think the reason I laugh at that is because, you know, I, today I have enough self-esteem that I want to help myself. And I think um, when I think back on the beginnings, beginnings of my program, there wasn't any of that. And I wanted to hurt myself and I didn't know any other way of, of, um, of being. And I, I've, I'm so happy we get to talk about the tools, but I think I'll just briefly qualify. Um, I first came into program in a 12-step program back in 1984 when my mom went into detox and we realized that we we have uh, we're all we all grew up in an alcoholic home. And um, my mom was um, probably gonna die. And she went and got help, and um, it really changed the dynamic of our family. And it introduced me to recovery. And so I got um, clean and sober of, of um, you know, alcohol and drugs. And I went on to um, you know, work steps and be in program and apply the tools. And um, I know that's a lot of uh, people's story here. Um, and if it's not your story, that's okay. You know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you that you didn't have to go down to those lengths. Um, but what brought me into OA was that um, I couldn't I couldn't stay moderate in my food and I couldn't have a normal weight. I was going up and down, up and down. I was going down to 130 pounds and I was going up to 240 pounds. And um, I could diet. I could uh, I could really control things. I could get really out of control, but I couldn't 
live without my security blanket, which was either my obsession with controlling food or not controlling food. And um, it just like, I think back on, you know, even my childhood and it's like, I always needed that something to buffer between me and you, between me and the world. Um, it was my comforter, it was my security blanket. And it, and food did all those things for me that it really, in my mind, that it really can't possibly do. You know, it can't possibly, it nourishes your body, period. You know, like it doesn't um, make you stronger, more beautiful. It doesn't make you more lovable. It doesn't make you less lovable. You know, all those things that in my life I, I wanted desperately. Um, and so, you know, around the year 2000, I was in a graduate program, you know, uh, it really, that graduate program really changed my life. And um, I started being able to really see what had happened to my body. And I had these two incidences where I um, was getting on a plane to visit a friend and I had to ask for an extender. And that mortified me and humiliated me. And then um, not long after that, I was at work and I smelled something and I thought it was somebody that was at work. And over a few periods of uh, a few a few days, I realized it was me. I could no longer, my body was so big, I could no longer wash myself appropriately. And so those things kind of broke through my denial and uh, I started you know, losing the weight again. And I lost the weight again, but then came that day for me where I realized, oh, I can't stay stopped. I get it. It's, uh, I have a disease and I'm going to keep going around this merry-go-round until I can um, get the help I need. And, and so I came into OA. I came into OA, not my largest weight, but I came into OA because I couldn't not go back up to my largest weight. And I found so much help and love and support here. And one of our tools is um, sponsorship. And I would say, you know, out of all the tools, everyone is super important and I love them and I could never live without them, but maybe sponsorship is right up there with the top nine. <laughs> um, because uh, sponsorship, is that uh, one compulsive overeater talking to another compulsive eater where I can get real, I can be myself, I can cry, I can laugh, I can get the guidance that I need. And um, I've, had, I've had a couple of just amazing sponsors that work a program like nobody's business and really have guided me through working the, the, you know, the, the step working guide through you know inventories and questions and just life hacks you know um, so so sponsorship I went for a, a period of time without a sponsor and uh, I would never recommend that I remember going to a meeting and someone something about a sponsor and I said yeah I just don't have one right now and they said why would you do that to yourself <laughs> and that really hit me, you know, it's a gift that I give myself and um, the vulnerability I'm willing to, um, to share with someone is, um, you know, we both benefit. 
And so I'm just so grateful for my sponsors. I have a, a food sponsor and a step sponsor, and I just um, adore them and love them and call them regularly. And we set up times to talk and I see them at meetings and um, I eat and, and I, I, one in particular has been to my house and I've been to, to been out and, and um, been to meetings with her and it's just so loving. The other uh, step or tool that I really love is our literature. And the reason, reason I particularly love our literature, it's where our, our recovery is in black and white. You know, I think at meetings, I may get confused. I may hear shares that kind of <clears throat> maybe don't resonate with me, or maybe I don't connect in some way. <clears throat> but I can always go back to the literature. And I love that our, our uh, solution is in print because um, that just, that cut again, cuts through my denial, uh, speaks to me with truth, um, gives me suggestions to do. And I just, um, you know, maybe that's my security blanket now, you know, um, because I love our literature. Um, I so relate to the stories in the Brown book. I, um, I appreciate our traditions and love studying them and the spiritual principles that they um, outlined for us and how to apply them, apply them to my lives, our lives. But, you know, I couldn't apply those, those traditions and the spiritual principles to my life if I didn't have meetings. You know, like meetings are the thing that bring us all together, that speak, that we speak the literature that we are the brown book that we are our stories and um i think we can connect to each other in a very special way and um, it's not easy you know it's not easy um i think there was one thing that i wanted to read in um a couple of things i wanted i wanted to read in um in the pamphlet um, it says, let's see, meetings, um, this line where it says um, meetings that are useful in breaking through the deadly isolation, isolation caused by distance, illness, or physical challenges. And I could say breaking through the deadly isolation of our disease, because it's so interesting. The way this disease works for me is I can be in a meeting with you and then Three hours later, I'm feeling isolated and alone. <laughs> so I need another meeting. You know, there's that part of us that um, isolation, I think, is one of the hallmarks of a compulsive overeater. Um, that deep need to hide and to not reveal and to sort of save something for myself that I can't show you or something. Um, and so meetings help me understand what that might be. Um, and to, um, if you guys get brave enough to share it, then I, I've heard it in real time and I can get maybe brave enough to face it. Um, and then that goes right along with writing. You know, um, this, this thing about writing where it says helps us better understand our actions and reactions in a way that is often not revealed by simply thinking or talking about them. And um, maybe that's my 
favorite tool because it's so fruitful. Um, I, you know, talking about it, feeling it, um, you know, doesn't do, isn't the same thing as writing about it. There's a truth that comes out. Um, there's a shame that's revealed, you know, I mean, it, I don't, I can't face that I'm that afraid or that angry or resentful. Um, and there's something safe about it, you know, I can write it, write all my feelings and thoughts down and it can't be judged by anyone because nobody is reading it. So um, I've, I've had sponsors along the way that will say, you know, have you written that FU letter? Um, have, you know, write about it and call me. Um, because um, the truth is revealed. And um, in having the format of the steps or it, as like an inventory really helps guide me in um, bringing God into it, bringing a higher power into it, um, uh, turning it over to a higher power. And then some, there's something about the safety of that that allows me to really unleash what's going on with me. And, you know, I have, um, I have some difficulties at work right now. Work is really challenging for me. And um, I'm in the middle of writing an inventory about what's going on. And I write an inventory each week because it's really difficult. My job is really difficult right now. Really seeing a lot of um, post-COVID fallout in my job. Um, initially, it was okay because we were remote, but now going back and dealing with um, everything that's gone on is really challenging. And so writing has become um, just that thing that gives me balance, that that helps me work through something that brings me back to a, a place of being centered and peaceful and surrendered. Um, and I'm really, really grateful for that tool of writing. And then I share it with my sponsor. So that um, between the two of us, you know, we have, uh, I, I'm not alone in it, right? I give it away, give it to my sponsor and I get that input that input of sponsorship where the distance that they have in their recovery, they're able to guide me, give me clues as to maybe the next right action or help me develop an action plan. And, um, you know, action plan. <laughs> action plan is, um, it's just uh, a tool that um, I think is, is part of my whole amends thing. You know, like when I, when I think of action plan, I think of what, what is the amended behavior that needs to happen? And what, part of what's, what the amended behavior at work is, you know, love. Love with all the might and strength that I can and that um, my higher power can give me. And um, part of that is, is believing in myself and believing in my higher power and giving myself permission to um, do what I think is best, not what maybe my boss thinks, thinks is best 100% of the time, but what I think is best in the situation. Um, so maybe just briefly talk about a plan of eating. I think um, for me, the, um, it's important that I 
write my food down. I know my who, what, where, when, and why. I have a plan in place. I follow it to the best of my ability and it's working out for me. Um, and that's been, you know, years and years and years of developing. Um, but it is a tool for peace of mind. That's, you know, that's what I love about um, our program. You know, all these tools are a tool for peace of mind. That's all I wanted. You know, I think that's all I've ever wanted. I wanted peace of spirit. I wanted peace around food. I, want, I wanted moderation. You know, the ability to be moderate and to have some, uh, you know, self-esteem and some guidelines and some structure in my life without being obsessive or compulsive about it, you know? There's, um, when I first came into program, I, I bought um, these hand pewtered measuring cups as a way to treat myself and as a way to bring honor and reverence to that act of surrender that um, I don't obsessively do it, but I do it because it's another tool for peace of mind. So I'm really grateful to be here and share with all of you. It's not comfortable, it's not easy, but I'm so grateful for my, um, my recovery. You know, I mean, 150 pounds, that's pretty moderate for me. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just a gift that's been given as a result of working the steps, working the tools, um, showing up for meetings and, you know, I've, I've been a program a long time, so I, it's been up and down. I've had moments of real peace, and I've had moments where the food has just taken over. So, you know, my heart goes out to everybody. This is, this is a difficult program, but we're all in it together. So thanks for letting me share today.